This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Congratulations. You made it through the week. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a high five. Give yourself a round of applause. And uh, get ready for a nice, nice weekend with a nice holiday on Sunday. Unless you don't celebrate that holiday, in which case, have a good Sunday. Like I'm, I'm looking out for everybody. Happy Easter to people who don't celebrate. Happy Sunday. I don't know. Yeah. If you, even if you don't celebrate Easter, you think you still at least, you know, just go get some candy. Yeah, go get yourself some Easter candy yeah. on Monday because it'll be on sale. Yeah, there you go. They're trying to get rid of all of it. It's yeah. good. Even if you don't celebrate it, it's still good candy. Does the Easter bunny come to the to your household? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Yes. We have Easter baskets. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> As you could tell, I didn't put them together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Happy, happy Friday, everybody. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We're actually over the radio waves today. Oh. We are not interrupted by the Royals. They will be on at three, so mm-hmm. it'll actually interrupt part of um, on the block, but it's okay. They they can deal with it. They're professionals. Um, but you guys can get in contact with us, 402-464-5685, the Hunt of Lincoln Hotline. Sarder Heyman Text Line Happy Hour is sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting. You can check us out, Sarder Heyman Jewelers Live Video Stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, going through all of it. Don't forget to download the app if you're on the move and you can't reach. If you can't get a radio signal, download the app, App Store, wherever you get your apps. But today on the happy hour, we're just going to go through a whole bunch of topics. We might have Zach Carpenter on uh, from inside Nebraska to discuss some more recruiting. Um, He hasn't gotten back to me. Usually he texts Nick, so maybe he's just looking at this like, I'm not going to respond to Rico. But it's okay. Uh, It's fine. We'll see what what Zach is up to, hopefully. Um, But... I was going to say something, and now I totally spaced on it. It's okay. Oh, Bach, we're going to go through a whole bunch of stuff. You yeah. have a, lo- a laundry list of topics for us to talk about. That's right. And we're going to get through a couple of those because you mentioned something about a spring game format, and we know all about spring game formats here at Nebraska because we've seen, like, four different ones in the last four <laughs> years. You know, we've had two-hand touch. We've had a virtual spring game. Yes. We've, had, we've seen offense versus defense, which I really like that one. Um, different scoring that way. Um, now, hopefully, they're going to be physical and actually tackle in this upcoming spring game uh, under Matt Rule. But you, you had a, a, a certain college's spring game format. Yeah, Auburn's going to do something, like you kind of were saying, the offense versus defense. The idea is similar to what Nebraska did under Bo Pelini. Uh, if you remember, they had uh, Nebraska kind of did it where the score was 0-0 right away, and a three and out would give points to the defense. So they had different scoring mm-hmm. uh, for the defense to make up some points. And I thought it made for an entertaining game. Uh, Auburn doesn't want to confuse their fans. You know, Auburn education <laughs> doesn't go as far. Uh, so hey, <laughs> take S- that, Chuck. The SEC graduate doesn't mean too much. on the, <laughs> That patch doesn't mean Football- too much. Football just means more, but education, <laughs> man, we'll see. Not Unless you're going to Vanderbilt. 
Yeah, well, yeah. In which case, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, but then, but there, football doesn't mean more. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, all jokes aside, uh, the Hugh Freeze is, is going to do it and, and not confuse the fans. They're simply going to give a 24-point lead to the offense, uh, excuse me, to the defense, and then play a 60-minute running clock. So it's just... I don't know. I, I don't. So they're just like catch up. Yeah, no quarters. It's just a sixty-minute running clock. So I'm assuming no no halftime. Uh, so no break, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's kind of fun to to see how they do it. So twenty-four nothing. You think that's enough for the defense? Uh, because it you have to just con, kind of consider even if you get the team off the field, like they're getting back on the field. And, yeah. And so it, it, so it's if you go three, if you go three and out, do you just move back to a certain spot? Well, I think they'll. I don't know if they'll just punt it. And then are you gonna have yeah. different offenses? <laughs> Probably, yeah. like a first team offense first team versus team. first team offense versus second team defense. Or are we going first on first, second on second? So we go first team offense, second team defense, twenty four point lead. If you go three and out, then it's second team offense, first team defense with a twenty four separate twenty four point leads. No, I think the whole there's one scoreboard twenty four point lead uh, for the defense, and the offense just has to catch up. So I don't know how it's gonna work with yeah. like punting, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, are there kickoffs? <laughs> I don't think I'm not sure because that would be confusing. We that, should get Hugh Freeze on the radio. Be, yeah, we got to we got to iron this out with Hugh Freeze. Hugh, we need some. We have some questions. But I, I, I mean, there's the the small details which we don't know. But overall, I just I'm, I'm interested. I think that's a good idea. I like offense versus defense. I, I like I said, I loved the offense versus defense. You give the defense uh, points for certain things: a three and out, an interception, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, uh, sack, tackle behind, tackle, tackle for loss yeah. behind the line of scrimmage. You give them points for that, and then the, the offense just has to score. With you know the, the the regular way, except for maybe maybe give them like a point for a first down, just to keep things yeah. a little bit closer. If you know they're getting sacks and tackles for losses and all that, um, you're just like, hey, here's a point for a first down. Congratulations, you're on the board. Um, but no, offense versus defense is so is so much fun, and you just do it that way. You know, both off all three, however many teams of offense you have can score, however many teams of defense can score. I I really like that way of doing it. But I mean, I don't mind you know, red versus white. You know blue versus orange whatever auburn would do you know just yeah. just you know one certain color versus the other that that would be really fun as well which is what we've seen for most spring games that's yeah. usually what they do well and then the other like talk for spring games is that Hugh Freeze among some other coaches uh, are interested in having uh scrimmages instead of spring games against uh local opponents UAB uh, mm-hmm. for you know Trent Dilfer has spoken out that he'd be interested in doing something like that um it's kind of funny to 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 categorize that from most of college football, it's like, yeah, and maybe you'd get some people to attend the game, and it'd be kind of fun. Uh, Nebraska has their own, like, it, the spring game just, it does mean more here. Yeah. So, kind of when you talk about that, you know, I, when I brought it up to Rashawn the other day. It's like, well, you don't want to give Kansas half the gate money if you're going to invite Kansas to come and play. And you're like, I don't, yeah, I don't think they would negotiate it that way. I'd love no. to see Nebraska scrimmage somebody, but it wouldn't, I don't think it'd be like a home and home type of thing because no. if you go to Kansas, okay, it's how, still going to be mostly Nebraska fans yeah. just traveling. How far da- do you stay in Division One? Do you go with another Power Five team? I think do you, you go to. down to a group of five team? If so, do yeah. you give them so much of the money? Do you go to a a Division Two team like do you go to Division One Double A like does Nebraska schedule a spring game against North Dakota State like what happens <laughs> how how okay let's say Nebraska schedules a, a spring game against South Dakota State right mm-hmm. how worried are we as a fan base as a media as as, as former players whatever if Nebraska loses that game yeah I mean, it's a spring I know it's a spring yeah. game but 
if Nebraska loses to South Dakota State in a spring game, are we worried? Are we going to read into it? I mean, definitely. Yeah. But how scared are you as a fan if that happens? And I, th- I think that that's why I, I, I don't know if the teams will be hesitant to do that is like how does – uh, I mean, you could send your your fan base into a tailspin, whereas uh, with the red and white game, you know, it's it's one way, you know, it's it's good news and bad news either way. Nobody wins, nobody loses. Um, I mean, obviously one side does, but no, you know, your team doesn't come out in a bad light. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how 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 far down you could go. I mean, because I, you know, when you bring up like one of the Dakotas, you know, that could make sense. I think if you're getting like to the point where you're including Doan and Wesleyan and all those teams, then you're just better off doing a spring game. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, is as far as like getting people's interest and in, in stuff like that, that, that's where I think like if you invited Kansas, I in Kansas is, is, you know, and, and the better part of their program has been in a long time. I still don't think they're going to get a big spring game crowd, but if they, if they start, especially if they went with like Kansas state, but if they like, you know, have Iowa state or somebody, um, they start doing that. Maybe they can get their own money out of it. Um, but it's just, it's interesting because Nebraska is kind of in a, a, a very small amount of colleges that mm-hmm. is, it could be hurt like financially if they were going to like s- try to schedule that out with the team. So it would have to be somebody that just acknowledges, yeah, we don't make money on our spring game. So we'll, I guess we'll just come and get, well, make our we, football yeah, team better. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go up here and make some more, make, uh, make our football team better and get some more experience doing this. But I, it, it's just hard because kind of like you said, I don't know if Nebraska is going to want to split that gate money and, there's already you're, you're already selling out the state. Well, I don't know if it's sell out quite yet, but yeah. you're selling a, a ton of tickets uh, for a spring game. That's just Nebraska. There is nobody else. So if you were to add somebody else, you're obviously going to get those Nebraska fans. You're going to get those other fans. But like we said, you're going to have to more than likely split that split that gate money. Do you go the next year down there? Nebraska fans travel well, but will they travel for a spring game? down in Lawrence. Well, and that's what I think. I think Nebraska's in a, a, a case of their own where, like, if you're talking about – well, like, it's the same thing with uh, – if Auburn goes with UAB, it's not a home-and-home. Home. They're not going to go to UAB's no. campus. UAB's That'd just going to cool. have to say, yeah, all right. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. Um, but Nebraska's in, in this category of, like, we're not giving up a, a spring game. We make, we make good money off this year in and year out. Mm-hmm. So they could invite different people in if this ever becomes a reality, right? Um and but I don't think they'd ever travel. What if you could make a deal, right? You make a deal with them. Obviously, Nebraska did not play a D- Division two team, but th- let's say they play like a South Dakota State or something. You make a deal. They come down for the spring game, right? You get all the money. You they keep all. Then you go up for a regular season game up there. <laughs> it's kind of like a buy game. You're still paying them to play. Yeah, but. You're you're up there playing playing on their home home turf. Well, remember when Nebraska scheduled that home and home with Wyoming, or was it maybe it was two at home and one away? Yeah, uh, which I think they did with a few different schools. That that was kind of fun. Did they do that with Fresno State? Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was kind of fun. Now, if they did that with a local, like you're saying, like a Dakota, that yeah. would be kind of cool too. I know it's it's it would be pretty. <laughs> it might be ground. I don't know if an FBS team has ever went to an FCS team. I don't know. 
<laughs> there could be a first. Game. Look, Nebraska making history once again. But yeah, but Nebraska fans would definitely. I don't. I, we should look up how many like South Dakota State Stadium even holds. Okay. Um. But I'll do uh, that. yeah. Uh. Because we're just kind of throwing out fun ideas here. Uh, but that would be kind of cool. Nebraska's always looking for different ways, and, and basically you could just have another home game in, in South Dakota. The field has a traditional north-south alignment and an approximate elevation of 1,620 feet, and it has a capacity of 19,340. That's why a lot of FBCF teams don't go to FCS. But the record attendance is 19,371. <laughs> It could work. Uh, we'll have to add some it'll it'll there, easily sell out. Easily. <laughs> yeah, it would sell out. There wouldn't be very there wouldn't be very south many South Dakota State fans. I mean there might be. I don't know how well they do. I mean Would they those. keep their ticket would they sell their tickets? Probably. Or would they keep their tickets and just be like, "Yeah, home field advantage." Well, and then that's also like a fun idea until Nebraska goes there and loses and it's like, "Oh, yeah. we'll never do this." And it's again. like, "Wow, this was a terrible idea." <laughs> Making history twice. Yeah. <laughs> the first <laughs> first FBS team to visit an FCS team's stadium. And lose. And lose. Uh, yeah, that that idea is probably not going too far. No, it wouldn't, but it'd be cool. It would be interesting, at least. I mean, Appalachian State used to be FCS, yeah. and now they're FBS. And yeah, look at them now. Now, now, now look at them. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. And then people go there all the time. They have a beautiful stadium, by the way. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, no. that I mean, it's not going to happen, but, you know, just, just brainstorming spring game ideas. Yeah. It'd be it'd be. It'd be it's a really interesting concept and something that's fun to talk about, but highly unlikely that it actually becomes a reality. Well, and I, and I think with the, the UAB and the Auburns and stuff like that, more more um, talk about it is going to start to open it up. Uh, South Carolina's coach is, is on board with it, Shane Beamer. Um, so maybe we'll start to see it because it, it really is. It would be something um, – that kind of puts their spring practice on the map as opposed to what Nebraska has for mm -hmm. a lot of these schools. So um, Nebraska, again, would be um, – we always talk about Nebraska being one of the last states to do this or that. Well, it would probably be one of the last states to uh, uh, to scrimmage against somebody else just because of the money made here. Um, so that kind of makes some sense there. You could do it like what NFL teams do in the preseason where you travel and you practice like the entire week with the opposing team before you play them. Yeah. So it's like uh, joint practices and whatever. But you only get 15 total practices. That is true. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I forget that there's limits. Yes. <laughs> Uh, also, I did want to mention this too. The Pac-12 is now talking with the CW uh, as its TV deal negotiations extend uh, into you know the current times and into probably into early summer. We'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know about you, but when I think about the CW, I don't think football. I, I think of like teenage drama. What Buffy the Vampire Slayer is that still yeah, on that, there? That sort of thing. I don't know. Where, I, so you, you can get we to, still find the CW? You get to catch a uh, Washington uh, Utah game sandwiched between actually that's a pretty good game you get to catch a washington <laughs> state uh oregon state game yeah, in between sma smashed in between buffy the vampire slayer and supernatural yes it's most i think cw is uh like true tv what is, is 90 percent green, green arrow something like that yeah yeah green it's Arrow's like those uh, those dc shows the flash yeah uh yeah all those all those shows but you know what as much as and, and it would be this smallville cw after dark <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd stay up and watch Pac-12 on CW After Dark. Yeah. Hey, and then they could have the themes, maybe have some vampires jump out. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Some demon. Right you, get the, you get the uh, guys from Supernatural to go to a game. 
yeah. sprinkle some salt on the field. I don't know. <laughs> well, I know, and you were looking up earlier um, just for some work around the office, but you know, you put it on Twitter when the games used to be on uh, TBS. I don't remember that. I'd love to see TBS come back. I do not remember that. I was lo- <laughs> I was looking up some. It's 2005 Wake Forest versus Nebraska. Yeah. And it, the first, it's the full game pops up TBS, and I go, "What is this?" Charles Davis is on the call. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Uh, Craig Sager's on the sideline in just a regular blue button-up. Like, I'm just like, this is weird. <laughs> and then they're like, let's throw it back to the studio with Ernie Ernie Johnson. And I'm like, wait a minute, oh, what? Oh, nice, yes. I was like, this is, this is wrong. <laughs> the, none of this should be happening. And I do not remember 402-464-5685. If you remember college football on TBS, because that is just, no. There's that's just... that's bad. That's college basketball. That's what that is. TBS doesn't do, TBS doesn't do college football. In my recollection, they had like one or two games a week, and they were never like the best games. But I specifically, for some reason, remember like Nebraska, Texas A&M, 2002 on there. Um, it's just weird how some of those games. My favorite back in that era was uh, FSN. Did you, did you ever watch the like? It was like I feel like Midwest. I, I feel like I did. Yeah, it was always Channel 37. It would be like if Nebraska was playing like Iowa State or something, and the big major networks <laughs> wouldn't pick them up. They're just like, yeah, just throw it over here. And that's where Pac-12 After Dark was too. Yeah. Now it look was at a him. great channel. Now look at him going to the CW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they're off to the CW. Somebody on the text line says, uh, um, a-, "A Ron says the Pac-12 might as well talk to Comedy Central." Loy, this is going. <laughs> you know what? Uh, what's the one with the Practical Jokers? Uh, True, True TV. TV. Yeah. There you go. There you Pac-12 go. on True TV in between Impractical Jokers. It would give us more of a reason to watch True TV than um, th- just the tournament. Yeah. And Impractical Jokers. They could have the Impractical Jokers do the do the. Uh, coin toss <laughs> before USC UCLA for the final They'd time. Have, probably have some hijinks. About oh yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> They'd be like, "Now call a flea flicker." <laughs> They're in the coach's ear. <laughs> there was one. Uh, um, somebody at the text line pointed out the early two thousands pay per view Husker games. There was there, there was, was pay per view. There were a few of them. Yeah, but Nebraska used to do that. Oklahoma. Part of the reason why they're going to the SEC is because they've had pay per view up until the last couple of years. And in fact, probably will still have another game. Like if they their absolute worst game, like the twelfth game. Yeah, they do pay per They basically do a pay per view game. Well, they did that this last year for the second game of the year. That's right. I think, or maybe it was the third, because the second game they played somebody who was super close. It was like the third game against, you know, FCS Southwest. <laughs> And that makes you respect BTN. You might make jokes about, you know, BTN Plus or whatever and, and different camera views that they give you. But the fact that you haven't had to think about pay-per-view since the early 2000s for a Husker game is yeah. really nice. I, when I think about pay-per-view, I'm thinking like wrestling and boxing and UFC. I'm not thinking of a football game. That yeah. just seems wrong. Well, and uh, so it was It was pretty prominent early on then in um, it was it, it, like it was kind of fun because you would have like Eric, I think it was Eric Crouch. I'm trying to think. Uh, but, you know, like former Huskers sometimes would jump on and, and do the games. Wow. Wow. That's kind of wild. Good times. I don't know how much they cost. Somebody, I was a kid, so my parents had to order. Somebody let us know how much they cost and what that translates to today's money because yeah. and this let me was know, like VHS days. Let me know if it was any good. But with that, uh, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to hit on some more of the topics that Bach has on his sheet over there. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit of recruiting between ourselves because uh, we will not be joined by Zach Carpenter. He is out and about, busy man doing his thing. So uh, we'll be right back on the happy hour.